This is not the time to get distracted. And this is not the time to go off course. This is not the time to lose your focus. Got a word to do for the Lord. The Believers Walking in the Way of Righteousness is now on the air. Our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or are in need of prayer, please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast. We will give you our website and our mailing address. So at this time, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, Brother James Ware. Bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. At this time, let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, I thank you. I praise you. I truly honor you for all that you are doing, all that you are going to do. Most of all, God, we thank you for this opportunity to be able to speak a word concerning your will, your way in our life. And, Father, we just thank you for what you're going to do. Thank you for what you're doing already. But most of all, God, we ask you to anoint us. Bless us, Lord, that we will know your will, your way in this time. And, Father, we just thank you. We praise you. I honor you, Lord. In Jesus the Christ's name, I pray. Amen and amen. Well, praise God. Praise the Lord. You know today the Lord is blessing. Amen. I'm not able to be in the studio. Had a pre- uh, had a, another obligation. But we thank God for our technology. We're able to record the uh, and speak what the what thus is the Lord. Amen. I'm looking to hear from some of you all. Amen. Sit down. I know it's not popular today to write. I know that. Uh, but you can also go on our uh, um, website and pull up our uh, address. Not only uh, you can send an email. Amen. Or you can text us your number, I mean your address, and we'll be glad to write you and encourage you, and we can build a relationship up with the Lord. This is what we are trying to do. Not trying. Listen, people, we're living in a time now that the enemy is going to and forth, Amen. And he's called reaping havoc in those that say they love. The Lord. Now, I don't. I can't question how much they love the Lord, but what I do know that a lot of peoples are not being taught the Word of God. You hear what I'm saying? They're not being taught the Word of God. Why you say that, brother? Well, I talked to a young man just yesterday. Okay, and this young man, he had some good points. And he was criticizing a lot of things that goes on in the church. 
and what he seen and what what he see his mother going forth in it. And I couldn't I couldn't uh, say no. What you seeing ain't right because he made some valid points. But the but the key to it all, uh, we got to understand that that's Satan's way to discourage the peoples of God, to discourage them. Now, he have he do have a burden, uh, I believe, as he was saying, because he's looking at the young folks. He uh, trying to get a uh, computer class to uh, teach the young men how to uh, start their own business. Whatever they got a desire for is in them. And when he said that, he said, uh, we messed up. We was teaching, when I came along, they was teaching me to go to school, go to college, and then you can come out and get a job. He said, I did those things. And he said, the job that I got was not uh, doing what it's supposed to do. And he said, the reason it wasn't doing what it's supposed to do is because, he said, because that's not way the Most High designed us. We are all of unique, and he uh, give everybody a different direction. And then when we come together and make those directions work, then we can accomplish that which he has for us, and we can transform lives. Now, I couldn't argue with that. I couldn't debate with it uh, on that. And I know that he's, he was telling the truth because so many believers, so many people are sitting on their talent, sitting on their gifts, and they are doing it because somebody done told them, well, you got to have a covering. You done heard that, and they tell you you get up under covering, and then you can do something. Why, ain't you, why not you doing it for Christ's sake? Why not try and quit trying to get the glory or quit trying to make an organization or something show forth? Why not do it for the love of God? Because you love Christ and because Christ has transformed your life, now you want to be a blessing to somebody else. Uh, you want to be a blessing to share a light. It, it, listen, please, listen to me now. It ain't for you to convert anybody. You don't have that right. You don't have the authority to convert people. And I know that's what we we proclaim. Well, I just got to do the Lord will. I got to get you to see the truth. Well, guess what? When you read in your Bible, the Bible says that what? Here, little, there, little. We all have some truth. But none of us have the true truth until the, uh, Christ come back. That's when the, when the fullness comes. That's when we would all have the truth. But until then, our truth should be working together to cause a transformation in people's life. And like he was saying, he's saying that uh, most kids coming up now, they don't understand the authority of a of a man. They think being a man is bogarting in somebody else's life, whether it be a woman or whether it be another guy that he got to take 
uh, uh, leadership over, that he want to be the big dog and the un just be the little puppy, it, he's saying that that's where we at. But the preachers are leaving away from teaching the peoples about life. One thing, uh, believers, let me say this, one thing he had right, it was a time that the ministers taught the men to honor, respect, save women's that that the the women's that was in the home and and, and as well what I'm saying that if the brother if the peoples in the church had the men's in the church had wives, they was taught to respect and honor home. Now the people that wasn't saved now, yeah, they dishonor home because they just want to figure out how many sisters they can get or how many this. But those that were walking in Christ, they was more concerned about bringing their household up right. Listen, when when the man came in the house, I can remember when I, we was little uh, kids. When dad came in the house, daddy can walk. And it meant a whole lot of different things to uh, the stuff that we was doing and thought we could get away with it. It w- no way that we could get away with what uh, if we weren't doing the right thing, what I'm talking about. Why? Because daddy was the discipline of the home. Daddy was the the, the, the one that he going to, mama pass a uh, uh, sentence on her and daddy's going to carry it out. And uh, guess what? I remember me and my little brother, my brother under me, I have three other sibling brothers, four sisters, but uh, my brother under me, I said, Daddy getting old. He can't whoop us like he used to whoop us. So I'm going to tell you, I had this little thing, you crawl behind somebody, and I don't know, that they had, that had got popular in school. Then somebody will push you uh, back, and then you'll fall over them. So I was telling my brother, uh, me and him, we can put, you can push daddy back, and you fall over. Uh, we, when daddy fall over, then we can hit him, and we can outrun him. And I don't know. He must have hurt me or something. But, buddy, I said, mama said something. I mumbled. He grabbed me, threw me up against the wall, and said some things. He didn't use profanity now. And he said some things, and he let me know that he could carry me away from him, just like he brought me here. (laughs) And guess what? I knew then that was it. So even Dad died about three years ago, but before none of his boys, he had four boys, None of us never thought that we could uh, say or do anything to daddy because he was the real man in the house, and we respect that. And mama made us respect it because she would say, I'm going to tell y'all daddy. And that's all she had to say, and that did it right there. So what I'm saying, believers, no, I'm not telling the men that they need to have fear in their children. Uh, or whatever, but what I am saying, that we're living in a time now that these kids is doing what they want to do any way they feel like doing it, 
and we are winding up allowing uh, the enemy and the children are running the house. The children are doing all the running of the house, telling, and they ain't paying a bill the first, but they dare. They dare doing the things that's contrary to the will and the plan of God. And I think we're living in a time now, folks. I'm serious about this now. If there ever was a time, we as believers, you, and listen, if you in a church that this man is looking like the world, acting like the world, you better be praying to God that the Lord leads you away from this. I don't care if in the ill popular. I don't care if the people do say, well, we, we, it ain't about the clothes. But it must be about the clothes because you're trying to follow the world. How the world dressing. And I'm, I'm looking at the young men. And I, I was looking at my grandgirls. A couple of grandgirls are looking at this little preacher on TV. He had his... Uh, uh, joints on or whatever, and he had his shirt out, and he, I mean, he looking like he on the screen. It shows no reverence. And you know, when the Lord opened, allowed me to open up and teach that, I'm gonna show you from the scripture that God requires a reverence, even when the priests in the Old Testament came forth, they had to dress with a different garment than everybody else. I know it ain't popular, but I'm telling you, that's what we are missing. And so we are too busy trying to follow after the world. We are too busy trying to do what the world doing and, and for the world to accept you. The Bible said the world's supposed to hate you, believers. How in the world is supposed to uh, accept you when, when Jesus himself said they're going to hate you for his name's sake. So if they, what you mean hate you, they, they don't want to hang with you. It's sad that most of the uh, so-called saints got sinners, more sinners as buddy buddies than you have believers. Something wrong with that, and they're not trying to be converted, believers. This, this is a real walk with Christ. I know we don't. And the problem is that we are not studying the Word of God. We are not allowing the Word of God to penetrate us, to bring forth that transformation, to show us that we are different. We are the light of the world. We are the city that sit upon the hill. That's, that's what we are. We are that light that they look to us. We that are in Christ. Now, you, if you're in Christ, I don't care whether you call yourself a Baptist. I don't care whether you call yourself a Presbyterian, Lutheran, uh, 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 Church of God in Christ, and on and on. But you believe Jesus Christ is the Word of God manifested in the flesh and died for your sins in order for men to be saved. If you believe that, then I'm not concerned about nothing else. Then I'm concerned about you making an about face, turning your life and coming out from among the world and being ye separate. I'm sorry. God calling for a separation. God calling for you to stand in righteousness. Oh, yes, he is. Yes, he is. If we could just see how that it is, a, a, a very valid, valid, valid 
for you to stand in righteousness. Because so many people, whether you believe it or not now, I know you might not believe it, but so many people are looking at you. You, 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 you'll say, no, Brother Wade, they ain't stood me. Oh, you'll be surprised if it's nothing but young folks looking at you. Young people seeing you doing things and young people saying, wait a minute, how come he can do this and how come he, they may not never question you. But in the midst of it, they will begin to question what the uh, what you're saying, the Lord. See, the Bible tells us uh, in in the book of Peter, and 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 let me, because I've been running my mouth, ain't gave no scripture, but in the book of Peter, uh, the third chapter, yes, the third chapter, and how we don't misread that scripture, and uh, I wasn't going there, but I, I'm going to read this right now. It says this, it says, uh, by which also uh, when the uh, preach unto these the spirit, uh, prom- wait a minute, I'm trying to get down, and oh, no, not the, uh, okay, and uh, and here's what I'm saying. How that the peoples did not, uh, uh, that we had to obey the Lord. And uh, uh, as we have to obey the Lord because of the fact that God is, is the one that is in control, not us. See, we, we, we done took scripture out of context. And we should have took scriptures according to what it said to us. Then we could see how that the Lord is allowing us to be able to prove what is the hope of your calling. What, 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 why did he call you? He didn't call you to go to heaven right now. No, no, no. And not even when you die, you sleep. You rest until that judgment, that final day, and you step out of time. And once you step out of time, then God will begin to bless you and call you up from the dead at at the trump of God. And when you get called up from the dead, then you'll see that the Lord, the Lord, listen now, the Lord will give you eternal life. We must earn eternal life by receiving Christ. If we don't receive Christ, believers, then guess what? We are not going to have eternal life. We'll be, we will be condemned. We will be in the position, okay? But the Bible telling us, sanctify the Lord God in your heart. Listen now and be ready always. To give and answer. You say, why are you reading that from, Brother? Well, I apologize. I should have told you. I'm reading it from First uh, Peter, the uh, third chapter, and the 15th verse. And man, have they took this out of context so much. They took it out of context. You know how they did it? When it says, they talking about Abraham calling the things as though they're not. Let me tell you something, believers. That we can't do. Get this out of your mind. I, I'm serious about that. You speaking something. 
You say, but brother, where the Bible does tell us that we can speak uh, this and speak life and speak death. Yeah, salvation, that's what you can speak. That uh, Or damnation, if you don't speak it, because that's what the Bible says in Romans, the, uh, what, the 10th chapter, if you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in the heart. But, but let me let, tell you what the Word says. It's, uh, the 15th verse says, Sanctify the Lord God in your heart and be ready always to give an answer to every man that acts for the reason and the hope is in you with meekness and fear. Now, you know what? That's the sad thing about it. If we think we know something, we ain't got no meekness, no fear, no nothing. You know why? Because we are so busy trying to prove this person being wrong and we being right. It ain't about who uh, that the Lord is glorified. No, 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 no. We don't look at that. We want to be glorified. I want to be right and make everybody else wrong. But I'm sorry, believers. That's not the way of Christ. You don't find, listen to me. I've learned when people confront me, like, uh, I'll just use some of the things today. Uh, we talk about Christmas. I don't condemn them people that uh, uh, want to celebrate it. But what I do do, I ask them to tell me, how can I find out whether Jesus was born in December the 25th? And if I don't want to be one to lie on him, oh, we never look at it like that, you see? So if I'm celebrating him and something, then I'm telling the field on him, then guess what? I'm in danger. The Bible teaches me that I should not bear false witness. The Bible says I should not use the name of the Lord thy God in vain. So if I'm using his name, believers, I'm getting in trouble. Or they tell me about Easter. They said, well, you know, he was crucified on Friday and rose on the Sunday. I asked them to show it to me again. And, uh, I can't never get an answer. Why? Because I know that it's not true what they're saying. So I've learned, instead of condemning them, allow them to show me what they believe in. And if they show me what they believe in, then guess what? Now we all are on one accord. That's why the Bible says, be ready to give that person an answer. Why? Because of the fact that the enemy is bogarting in people's life. Yes, he is. He's bogarting in people's life. And so many people are being hoodwinked. Yes, they are. They are being hoodwinked away from the Scripture, especially in these last and evil days. We done made it be entertainment. The church was never designed to be entertainment. It should be reverence. It should be in the position that the uh, the the uh, person, the peoples of God, would show forth reverence, would 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 enjoy hearing uh, the direction from the Lord, 
as the man of God done studied it and yielded himself uh, to the word of God so that he can give them a message. But now we are building uh, sanctuaries and we are growing by leaps and bounds, but we are growing away from the scripture. And that's what we are doing. And we are calling it righteousness. We are calling it blessed. We are calling that the Lord is doing this. But my brothers and sisters, if the Lord was doing this, shouldn't we uh, be different than the world? Shouldn't we? Uh, the world didn't close up when it came to COVID-19. No, no, no. The world didn't close up. I still see Walmart stores open. I still see Home Depot's. Then uh, looked around. You, you know, you, and especially in the, in the, uh, in the neighborhood, you can always see liquor stores. They never closed up. And I said, wait a minute. How come they are open and we are closing up as the Church of God? And then the devil would make sure that he would appetize somebody decide that they weren't going to be obedient. Then they caught Kobe and they died. Then, then everybody say, see, see, God ain't expecting you to be no foolish person. But guess what? What God is telling you, and he had backed it up with the Scripture, the world is wrong and he is right. But we're not coming up the, up the path to realize that the world is wrong. The world is not right, believers. The world is going contrary to what God have ordained. And until we can see and know God's will, God's way, we are only fooling ourselves in this day and time. It's time for us to stand on righteousness. It's time for us to be all that God have called us to be. It's time to say that, God, I want to serve you, not because of the fact that uh, I'm trying to make an impression on this preacher, that pastor, or the pastor saying I want uh, uh, get more membership and so on and so on. It ain't about that, believers. It's about knowing God's will, God's plan, for your life. I tell you what, I'm going to go on break and I'll be back in a couple of minutes and I'll, I guess I'll finish this or go somewhere with the Lord telling me to go. All right, Brother Ware, we'll be right there. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. If you would like to contact Brother Ware for a speaking engagement or any other correspondence, please call 404-293-7557. Again, if you would like to contact Brother Ware for speaking engagement, please call 404-293-7557. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. For questions and comments, we invite you to call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, let's welcome back Brother Will. 
God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being back. I, I'm telling you, we want to hear from some of you, our new listeners. Give us a call. Uh, 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 sit us down and write. I'm normally in Atlanta that, uh, on today, but uh, had another uh, place that I needed to be and needed to do, and I wasn't able to uh, be in Atlanta today. But uh, I'll say this. If you hear the conclusion of the matter and you uh, have a question, then guess what? Do this. Do me this favor. You can call me at 404-293-7557. We would love to hear from you. Or why don't you join, uh, uh, send us an email or just visit the website at brotherjamesware.org. We would love for you to do that. Amen. I, I'm believing God uh, that the Lord will bless us. No, we are not trying to build no large disorganization. No, 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 because the Bible let me know broad is the way that leadeth to a description. And a whole lot going to go down that way. But then... The narrow way is what? To come in the name of the Lord. And guess what? Those are the ones that the Lord will begin to uh, take note of and begin to bless uh, them. Not just financial, because that's what we think. All blessings is financial blessing. But I'm sorry. All blessings is not uh, uh, financial blessing because see if the Lord uh, 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 listen to us that are righteous and matter of fact I, I, you know it's a scripture for that matter of fact I'm going to turn back uh, okay uh, listen at this and I'm going to go back to what I was on before we went on break it says for the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous listen and his ears are open unto their prayers. Do you believe that? Believe it. That's that's the twelfth verse in First uh, Peter, the third chapter. And let me start that again. The eyes of the Lord are open are over the righteousness. I'm sorry. The eyes of the Lord is over the righteous. If we're living right, I want you to understand God knows what you're going through with. I don't want you to get discouraged and say, Lord, why me? Why this? Why that? No, no, no. Trust me. God got you. God got you. I'm telling you. He got you. He know what you can go through, what you can't go through with it. Let me tell you what the Bible says. You have not resisted unto blood. That's what, that's what the scripture said. So if you're going through something, understand that his eyes is watching you. His eyes is not going to allow that devil to take you through stuff that you can't stand. When we go back and we look at all our patriarchs, as we do look at them uh, in Hebrews 11 chapter, and we see, but you know what? It's amazing how that they all had to do what? Trust in God. 
I don't care what condition they got in. I don't care what came before them. They had to trust in God. So what are you saying, Brother Well, You got to trust in God. Why are you saying that? Because of the fact that I know that God have uh, allowed you to be going through what you're going through because of the fact that he want to prune his tree. He want to prune you so that you can bring forth fruit, so that you can receive the, uh, the things of God and go forth and be a blessing to those that's walking and being contrary to, your, to God's will. See, God wants that special person. He wants you to stand up and say, thank you, Jesus. I want to be all. Regardless of what I'm going through with, <laughs> I might be going through with tears in my eyes. But God, I want you to bless me so that I can make my way that you don't put in me. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. You see, <coughs> see, believers, let me tell you something. If you, if you, if you just be, <coughs> excuse me, that vessel that God have called you, God done sit you aside. He done sit you aside. I went through some things. I didn't know why I was going through, but I want you to understand, I stood fast in the word. I talked to God. I told him as a child, I'm your child. I want you to understand what I'm saying today. Because, see, some of you have been, you are in the shape that I just come from. I say, God, I don't understand why this is happening. I don't understand why I'm going through on this and that. But let me tell you something, believers. It wasn't for me to understand. It was for me to stand. It was for me to go forth and be all that God have called. See, a lot of times we can learn so many scriptures, and we learn our little scriptures, and we think, well, I got it. No, no, no. God wants us to depend on him. The more we learn, the more we should depend on him. That's right. That's right. I'm, I'm, listen to me. I'm telling you wholeheartedly. We are not depending on God like the Lord would have us to do. We are more depending on the system, that system, this church system, that church system. We are trying to be something that God never ordained for us to do. And see, if you can just come back, I had to get back and say, okay, God, I'm just sick and tired myself of me. Not, not, not you. I'm sick and tired of me. No, I wasn't doing what we call open sin, you know, how somebody said, well, brother, well, you must have been doing this, and you no, 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 ma'am, no, sir. And let me tell you something. Some of you right today, and I'm telling you, that's why God had me to testify of this, and, and I'm, I was broken about it. I was broken that I couldn't trust God in the midst of me going through things this situation. 
and me going through it and still of me standing firm and saying, okay, God, <clears throat> I want to stand. I want to be all that you call me to be. I want to be that vessel fit for the master's use. No, I could say it with my lips, but let me tell you something. It's a different story when you're living it. And so a lot of times we get into these churches and we hide and we just feel justified by going to a fellowship and going and saying, okay, I gave my tithes or I paid my tithes. Like you can pay God, you can't. The Bible lets you know that whatever you're doing, you're giving it unto the Lord. So as you give unto the Lord, then God will bless you according. If you sow sparingly, the Bible says, you reap sparingly. If you sow bountifully, you reap bountifully. And that doesn't mean finance only. Because you will reap even in the area that you wouldn't even expect and see we are rich abundantly over here compared to some of the saints, compared to some of the saints in Haiti, compared to some of the saints in Africa that really love God more than you. But they're standing and they're going through because it's not their time yet. It's not their time. Listen to me. Read the book of Hebrews. The last five verses in Hebrews, the 11th chapter. Listen to me. Now listen to me. Those saints went through and did not receive their reward on this side. So uh, a lot of people, honey, if you say, God, you're going to be blessed. You're going to be this. You're going to be, listen to me. It don't work like that. Folks, God is not a lottery God. We got to look at this for the realness that he is. And what he is 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 someone, the Bible teaches me that those he who he predestinated, he also called. And those who he called, he also justified. And those that he justified, he also will glorify them one day in order for them to be a part of the new family, to be a part of the, the new earth, and the new heaven that no sin is nowhere. No sin is in heaven. No sin is on earth. You say, well, wait a minute now, brother. Well, I didn't know that sin was in heaven. Well, according to the Bible, believers, according to the Bible, the Bible said this in uh, Revelation the 12th chapter, and I'm going to give more, but I'm not teaching on that, so I'm not going to deal. I just want to give one scripture to let you know. Uh, the scripture says in Revelation 12th chapter, in the 7th verse, and there was wall in heaven. Where was the wall? In heaven. When we fight, uh, when we have a wall, I believe we're fighting. That's what wall is. We are fighting. So now you're going to tell me it's justified to be fighting uh, and to doing this, and, and guess what? And then uh, and, and the Bible says, and there was war in heaven, and Michael and his angel fought against the dragon, and, uh, and the dragon fought against the angel, and prevailed not, neither was there found any more 
heaven. So guess what? If we go to Second Peter, it'll tell you that the earth going to be destroyed and the heaven going to be destroyed. And there was no found place, there was no place found in it. And guess what? There was a new heaven and a new earth. That's what the scripture says. Why? Because the old heaven and the old earth had passed away. God did away with that sinful stuff. And everything that was sinful, they was in the lake of fire that God had preserved, just like he got the, uh, uh, the Garden of Eden preserved. We couldn't find it. They can find everything. But I guarantee you they can't find the Garden of Eden. And I, the Bible said that the flaming angels sit before it and keeping man from entering in there. So guess what, believers? You got to understand God making you to be a part of the new heaven. He's going to give you a place that you're not going to die, that you're going to live forever and ever. You are earning this by receiving Christ. That's by walking in repentance. That asking the Lord to come into your life. That's standing on his word. That you're not just uh, going to a building and rejoicing. Well, I went to church, but I, I don't read the Bible. I don't have time. Brethren, you that are head of your household, Corinthians teaches you that you should be teaching your wife and your children at home. You're the priesthood of that home. I know the preachers is not telling you this, so they are allowing you to not to do anything. Some of you so good that you are rather just send your wife and your children to church and you stay home. But it's sad. That ain't the way God designed it. The family, the, the, the priests of that family, nobody should be greater than that husband that's in that household. Nobody. Okay, she she can't go to the pastor and say, Ooh, the pastor is this, the pastor. No, no, no. The pastor is not greater than her own husband. That's right. The Bible teaches you to be subjected unto your husband in everything. Okay? That's what the scripture teaches. So now why would you put somebody else ahead of your own husband? Now, husband, the Bible tells you to love your wife, even as Christ loved the church in so much that he gave his life for the church. Listen, do you know that the Bible said that when he, when the church is presented to him, he's, the church is presented as a chaste virgin. He don't have a past. The church don't have a past that's going to Christ. Christ ain't looking at the past. He's looking at that church have received the, the finished work that God uh, sent forth. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And I, I'm telling you, we as ministers of the gospel need to begin to show the peoples how to walk in faith. The church is, uh, is clueless how to walk in faith. We follow in the world. Whatever the world uh, put a style out, Listen, when I came forth, believers, when I came forth in Christ, I was willing to come out of the world to show myself 
as a believer. At, at that time, I called myself a Christian. As a Christian, I was showing myself to be different from the world. So if I wore my shirt open and 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 had the big old collars back then, that's what it, we would have. And you open your shirt and you get your little cross on uh, around your neck so you can just show that hey, you got it going on. It wasn't nothing but design. We weren't studying about what the cross meant. We weren't studying about how uh, that it stood for anything. But I'm just saying, when I came along, what we did. But listen, and I had, I wanted to have long hair, so I let my hair grow. Amen. And then I straightened it, went to straighten it, comb, and, and then put relaxer in my hair so that it can look like I was the superfly in the era. Listen, when I got converted, I cut my hair. I didn't want to be identified with the world. I don't understand that we say we saved. We say we love the Lord, and we want people to identify us like the world. We supposed to be different believers. We supposed to be carrying ourselves in a totally different matter. But we find ourselves going forth, doing the things. Go listen to me now. We doing the things that uh to prove to somebody else that I'm somebody. Or I'm not that full, I'm not that Christian that out of the world all the way. We can still uh, wear the hairstyle. We can still wear the clothing style. What's the purpose of doing that, folk? If listen to me, brother, if you a brother, you should be wanting to be shown that you're a man of God. If you're a sister, you should be wanting to show that you're a woman of God. How? Because you done separated yourself, because you done called yourself to come out from the one among the world and be ye separate, says your Lord. That's what you're doing. That's all you're doing. You're not trying to uh, go forth and show, well, how close can I get on the edge? How close can I look like the world? I don't want nobody to look at me like I'm uh, so uh, sanctimonious. As folks said, and I ain't found not one scripture yet to validate you. And listen to me. You can't get no holy or uh, heavenly bounded than Jesus. And I hear folks talking about you can get so heavenly uh, uh, good that you're no, you get so heavenly bounded that you're no good on earth. No, that person that's saying that, that means that they don't have the knowledge of the scripture or they're not converted. One or the other, I don't know. It ain't up to me. It could be that they don't have the knowledge of the Scripture, and they need to study the Bible. They need to be what Christ done called them to be. And because they are not being what Christ has called them to be, then guess what? Then they are saying, I don't want to be so holy. No, no, no. We should try to be holy in every area of our life. We should be that light. People look at us and say, you know, whatever they got, that's what I want. Listen, if they are not doing that, believers, then we need to check ourselves. We need to give an evaluation of ourselves. Lord, am I living for you or am I living for the church building? Because, see, if I'm living for the church building, then guess what? I know I need to make an about faith. And I need to live for you.
because you're the one called me. I was telling a sister uh, uh, this past week, she was telling me that uh, this particular preacher was having an anniversary and, and all this, and I said, you know, I'm just wondering who are we are preaching for? Now, that's my question. Who are we preaching for? Am I preaching for the Lord? Am I preaching for the people? Because, see, if I'm preaching for the people, then that's why I want them to give me an anniversary. I have had uh, 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 been in the ministry for 46 years, have not had one anniversary because the, the people didn't call me. So I don't need them to celebrate my uh, anniversary. What kind of anniversary could they give me? God the one called me. He the one chose me. He the one told me to go forth. So I'm looking for him for my reward. I don't want the little finite couple of dollars or whatever they're going to give. Whether Some of the churches now, they're giving big stuff to the preacher. And uh, it's sad because nobody is teaching them uh, that you shouldn't do that. But well, nevertheless, if they want to do it, that's strictly up to them. But it's not godly. I just put it like that. It's not godly. If you uh, got pe- people raising money and doing this and, and showing this and seeing you having a revival coming up to your anniversary uh, so you can raise money, I'm sorry, that's not right. Now, whether you take it and do what you want with it, that's strictly up to you because you're the one going to have to give an account of it, not Brother Ware. Brother, we're only letting you know if God called you, God chose you. And if God called you, God chose you, he will reward you. But when you're fleecing the people, that's what the Bible calls it, fleecing. When you're fleecing the people, you're going to lose out. You're going to lose your reward, some of you. Some of you will lose their reward. Some of you will lose out, period. You say, Brother Well, I, I, I don't understand how you're going to say that. Well, the Bible tell me in this uh, uh, 13th chapter, I know you don't heard me say 13th chapter around uh, 18th verse, it's, it says this, uh, talks about the seed. That's why I can say it. I'm not judging nobody. I'm sending a righteous judgment according to the scripture. It says, uh, 13 chapter 18 verse, and here's the parable of the uh, sword. It says, when one hears the word, and the kingdom of God understand it not, then cometh the wicked one and snatch, catch away that which is sown in his heart. And this is he that received the seeds by the wayside. Now, that's the person that's in the church and really just not saved yet. They just going forth and they hearing the word. And the enemy come and snatch it up and say, it ain't for me. It's for Susie Ann or Mary somebody, uh, whatever. Then the 21st verse says, and yet has he not root in himself, but endure for a while. They did good for a while, believers. They was in the church. They were serving. They was doing the thing that the people can say, man, I know that sister saved, I know that brother saved, but guess what? It did not last. Why it didn't? Because when tribulation and persecution arises because of the word, 
They didn't they didn't go from the tribulation. Tribulation ain't what 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 drove them away. What drove them away was that God told them to submit themselves and they didn't want to do it. So the tribulation, uh, the word of God is what drove them away because the word of God told them they had to do this and had to do that and they didn't want to do it. Listen, then the next, and here's where the preachers fall in it. 22nd, 22nd verse, it says, He that received the seeds among the thorns is he that hears the word. And in, in the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and, and he become unfruitful. So guess what? They got the word, but they was more concerned about the cares of this life and they was more concerned about me at my pastor's anniversary, my this, my that. And lo and behold, the word got choked because they couldn't preach like they really want to because they didn't want to offend the people because they didn't want the people not to give. I'm telling you, believers, this is most usually the preacher. Some, it could be the deacon, it could be this and that, but the majority of them is preachers. And whether we believe it or not, I'm telling you, some preachers going to lose out because the word was choked and they became unfruitful. And if you become unfruitful, you ain't fit to do nothing but cast into the fire. That's what the Bible says. Now, that's not what Brother Ware says. That's what the Bible says. And guess what? You're the one selling out in order for you to get a few things on this side. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, I honor you in all that you're doing. Father, we thank you for the word. We thank you for your spirit moving upon me, thinking about how that you have brought me through, God, how that you blessed me in spite of my what was going through my life. But, God, you bless me not for my sake, but, God, for thy sake. And I thank you for that. And I thank you for setting my feet on a solid pathway and glorifying your name. I praise you. I honor you. Now, bless that one that uh, want to give it all to you today. God, I ask you to give them that assurance that that one, that one that will repent and follow righteousness, God, that you will let them know without a shadow of a doubt that you receive them into your uh, body. We thank you, Father. We praise you. I truly honor you. In Jesus the Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Amen. We thank the Lord for you. Ask you to keep us in prayer. Uh, maybe when we come back on the next uh, time, uh, nah, no, not quite, but I'm going to have the, you all knew them as teenagers, but uh, they have grew up now. They in the early, a couple of them is in the early, well, most of them still in the teenage. They're about 18, 19 now. They done grew up, and they still serving God. They're yet serving God. They're yet walking in the, in, in the righteous pathway. Uh, of course, uh, if them doing that, they they are still glorifying God, and I like that. So I'm gonna ask them next month 
at the latest to be, man, we got a packed uh, uh, fellowship coming to the radio station. Amen. The next month, I'm telling you, we got a whole uh, a whole group of people that God, uh, I'm closing out the year with. So I ask you to continue to pray for us and let us hear from you. Please, please tell somebody to listen to the broadcast so when we have our special guests on, you can have a desire to call them to encourage them that they may go forth and be all that you have chose them to be. I thank you. I praise the Lord for you. Uh, Amen. I do. I really praise the Lord and how God is using uh, you all that the few, the few that separate yourself and say, you know what, Brother Will, I'm standing with you. I'm calling you to praying for you. I, I, I am. I'm thanking God for you. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problems you think you have. All you need is faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you. Praise the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye-opener and a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages, please log on to our website brotherjamesware.org that's brotherjamesware.org now if you have a desire to contact brother Ware for special prayer or just to be a blessing to our program you may write a letter to P.O. Box 232 Easley, South Carolina 29641 that's Brother James Ware P.O. Box 232 Easley E-A-S-L-E-Y South Carolina 29641. Please include the station that you heard him on. And remember, we are praying that you grow to higher heights and a deeper depth in the Lord. Remember, Ephesians 118. May the Lord bless you.